This video is for you if you want to earn a college football scholarship, regardless of any challenges, physical attributes, or obstacles you might be facing. Now, the reason I'm so excited to share this special video with you is because I recently had the privilege of sitting down with the former director of football operations from Ole Miss, Arkansas, and Tennessee. And during our conversation, I had the chance to ask him some in-depth questions never been asked before. These questions revealed some behind the scenes insights into how the college football recruiting process actually really works. Contrary to everything else you've seen, which can help you approach your own journey in a unique and effective way. As you'll see, the people who were asking the questions are a part of our VIP community. So if you're interested in becoming a VIP member and gaining access to more exclusive guests like this, simply click the link below to apply. And don't forget to stick around until the end of this video as I have a special free gift waiting for you. Now, if you don't know who I am, my name is Richie Contartesi. I'm the founder of Next Play, and we help underdog athletes earn college football scholarships. And I make these videos because I understand the struggle firsthand. At 5'7", 150 pounds, I managed to secure a football scholarship in the SEC. And now I want to share that journey with you so you can live your dream as well. I hope you enjoy. Today's going to be a really, really powerful session. This is one thing that when I was in high school, I wish I had. And everything that I've built out over the years are, is everything that I wish I would have had. And so bringing on the former director of football operations from an SEC program in Ole Miss, he was also at Arkansas, the University of Arkansas. He has a lot of experience, not only in college football, but in the SEC. And he knows a lot about not just the SEC, but every conference, how they recruit, what they look for. Uh, this guy, you know, I had a conversation with him last week and we were talking about some of the things that were going on behind the scenes that I didn't even know about. So there's a lot that goes on and I want everyone to get your questions answered. That is what this session is about. So I'm going to kick it off with a question. I have some questions if we run short, which I don't think we will. And then everyone here, like this is your time. So ask away. And I'll just basic, you know, raise your hand. This will be the best way to do it. And then I will unmute you or you unmute yourself. I'll call you out and then go ahead and ask Coach Boma a question. Again, Director of Football Operations. When I was at Ole Miss, uh, huge fan of him. Uh, very well organized, newest stuff, took care of the players, took care of the coaches. And so um, without further ado, Coach Boma, nice you know, I want to introduce you. So everyone say hi to Coach Beaumont. All right, cool. Hi, Coach Beaumont. Hello, Richie. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Richie, you, Richie, you still look, look like you may have one more play in you, son. You look like you may have one more play left. Man, if I could put the helmet back on and hit, I would do anything to go back for anyone. Oh, you know, that's so. that's so fun. And, and it was such an exciting time. And I'm, I'm very blessed to be on. Uh, with you today and all of these young people who are trying to figure out um, how to get to that next level, how to, what next steps do I have to take? What is it going to take besides what I do on the field that can get me to where I want to be? Um, and it's an exciting time. It's an exciting time for the moms and dads who are sitting there with them. Uh, you know, anytime you can find somebody that may pay for your school, uh, that's, that's a great thing. And then for your child to continue their dream of playing ball, that's even better because deep down inside, all we really want is for our kids to have something more than what we had. And, and Richie, I know you're going to want that for yours as they grow up. Totally. And I want for everybody that's listening here, but you know, to be a part of a couple of SEC schools um, at Arkansas and then again at Ole Miss uh, and also at the University of Tennessee and now a director of athletics for the, you know, two of the largest high schools in the state of Arkansas. Uh, it's 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 been a very blessed time for me, and I'm happy to take this opportunity to answer any questions I can today. Yeah. So I, I just want to kick this off. You know, as a director of football operations, what's your role in the recruiting process? Because one of the things we talk about is how do we find out who the area coach is for your specific area? You know, where does the and I know Mateo actually um, sent an email in and had some success with reaching out and just calling director of football operations and player personnel. 
you know, what's the the real role when it comes to recruiting for the director of football operations? Yeah, well, you know, most schools now, um, the the director of operations, assistant athletic director for for college football, is kind of the CEO. Um, you handle uh, all of recruiting. You handle all of daily activities, travel, uh, practice schedules, game schedules, contracts. All of those things come across uh, my desk. But the focus today is obviously going to be on recruiting, and so. The programs have now um, that that it requires their own separate department at that level. There is a recruiting office, and that is what they do 24-7. Half that office is watching the portal. The other half is looking at film that's been sent to them. They have a, another group of people or GAs or somebody that's assigned to looking for specific positions that they know are going to need to be filled. Um, setting up camps, setting up visits. All of these things is now a part of recruiting because the lifeline – uh, to college athletics is obviously the kids that we can get there. Um, and so there's a, there's a big focus now on, on recruiting and what can we do to entice young people to make a decision to choose this school. When you were in school, Richie, we did a lot of uh, uh, flyers and mail outs. Nowadays, these kids that are on here today, they're probably receiving lots of JPEGs and, and instant, um, you know, swipe left and go to the next one. They, it's, it's something that can stimulate them all the time. And so try to figure out, who is it that can be the key person that can that can get me noticed is the job of what we're going to try to accomplish today. Yeah. So if, if, you're, if, if I'm an athlete and I'm trying to get in touch with someone within the recruiting department, I got to get them to watch my film. I got to get them to notice who I am. What, what do you, what it was the best approach to you? Like when you got outreach from a student, you know, someone like me, right? And I'm reaching out, like, what got you to pay attention? What what got yeah. you to notice? You know, what everybody does is, you know, everybody wants to send video. Everybody wants to send a link. Uh, everybody wants to sh show them their huddle film. They all, they all want to do that. But the key is, who is going to watch it? That's what right. we all want to know, is who is going to put their eyes on it and give me a call or take notice of me and what is it they are noticing. Obviously, everybody on this call is athletic ability is going to be something that's going to stand out. But initially, you're probably not sending a lot of film that doesn't show you at your best. You're probably not sending a lot of film that does not highlight the things that you do great. And that's what everybody's sending. So you're going to look first for that recruiting coordinator. Who is that? Who is that person? And then you need to start kind of start working your way through the the directory to see who is that GA, who is that graduate assistant, who is that that, that QC, that quality control person that's assigned to the position that you are wanting. If you're an O-line guy, who is that quality control guy for O-line? Because that guy is trying to make a break. He's trying to also get into the coaching ranks. And if he can find somebody that nobody else is noticing yet, if he can find somebody to bring to the table and say, I found this kid, you need to take a look at him, coach. And then from there, coach is going to look at him and evaluate just from that film. And a decision will probably be made then is, okay, I need to get this kid here on a visit. I need to get this kid to camp. Or I need to get this film to somebody else to see how we can use this person. Um, but that's where I would start. Richie is for all those listening. I need to find out who that recruiting coordinator is, hit them up. And then I want to find that position coach and that quality control person, that GA that's attached to that coach, because that's the one who's shuffling through all the emails, who's shuffling through everything that's coming in that can be recruited. Now, is that, would that be like, for example, like Baez, would he have right. been the receiver? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, and so what's changed so much from whenever you were in school is that we had a graduate assistant on the offensive side and a graduate assistant on the defensive side. And then we had a couple of, of quality control. Now the staffs have grown so much because recruiting is so much that almost every position coach has a quality control guy or a student assistant or a graduate assistant that's helping do all of that work to try to see what kids are out there. And what do you feel like is the best medium for these graduate assistants like is it phone calls is it emails is it text is it twitter is it linkedin like what's the best way to, to get yeah that? the hardest way is the best way and that is to get in front of somebody uh, whether that's on a on an unofficial visit or at camp 
but that's the hardest because you're taking a shot and 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 you just you're just taking a shot. What everybody does is the email with a link. And so then it becomes a little lost. Now it can become lost in the system. So you got to get something that's going to notice you. And typically to me is when I can hear a voice, when I can put a face together, I can coach. Did you see what I sent you? Did you see, Hey, I'm going to come to camp, but I sent you. It's, it's building that relationship of starting to create those intangibles of what else do you bring to the table besides you know, your four, three speed or your ability to score or, or, or you're an explosive line, whatever, all those things that a lot of athletes may have, what is going to set you apart? What is it that you're going to get noticed by? And to me, I always like to phone call. I always like to face to face. I like a FaceTime. I, I like to have that relationship piece. Uh, an email is for everybody. I just like something that sets you apart the different, but it's the hardest. And for yeah. my parents out there, it's not the way that your kids like to communicate. Right. Like the text. They'll text you in the same room. You think, <laughs> but so so they got it, you gotta be able to come out of your comfort zone. And, and coming out of your comfort zone is something that helps set you apart from everybody else. Is is talking, carrying yourself well. I know it's old school, but yes, sir, and no, sir, and I can do this. And it's just an energy level of what you bring and just the way you carry yourself. Those things right there, and 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 Richie, you know, I've told you before, I've been in those rooms where we're evaluating kids, and when it comes down to it, this kid has the same offensive skills, this kid has the same offensive skills, but somebody's going to say, but I've seen this kid, I know this kid, the way he carries himself, you should see how he is with his mom and dad at home, I, this is going to be someone that brings everything to the table, because, uh, you know, baggage sometimes it hurts kids it hurts them. and so whenever you can set yourself apart even if it's just that little bit of relationship piece i think it's worth it i do it's so important i i couldn't agree more and if you can get that connection with them over the phone so yes. let's talk about that like how do you how do you how do you get them on the phone right a lot of schools you go to their website you can't get their phone number and there's athletes that are on this call right now who are banging the phones getting yep. connects talking to some, finding out who they need to, but what do you like, how do we get their numbers? How do we get them on the phone? Cause all I right. couldn't agree more. Everybody listening. You all have the unbelievable opportunity that I didn't have that Richie didn't have to connect on social media with current players. When you build that relationship with current players and you tell them where you're trying to go, where you want to be, I was in your shoes, Richie. I want to get to where you are now. Can you help me? Here's some film. What do you think about me? What do you think I need to work on? Now you're building a relationship with a player. And that player, when he speaks up to a GA, hey, uh, Richie, when you get a chance and you're with the quality control guy for the offensive line, can you tell him that you and I have been talking and maybe they could take a look at my film and I've sent them? So you're, you're trying to open a door, a back doorway, and that's okay. But a lot of kids now on teams are accessible. Yeah. And you can when you can get that connection, that's one way to get in there. A lot of other social media ways are with those quality control guys, with those GAs. They're, they're online. Now, me, I'm old. How to how to sleuth and do all these things to find people. And but my kid, my daughter, she can do it. She can find anybody and everybody. And I know a lot of people in this call can do that. They can find that guy, that person that's helping with that position and communicate with them. A DM and start all of a sudden now you start to have some communication. And then you you, you may strike out with the first one. Try the next one. Yeah. Um, and start building that relationship with them. That can help open a door. When a player stands up for you in a room, somebody's going to watch your film. Yeah, totally. I love that. And then and following up with them. That's the that's the big one right there. Yeah. You know, and that's that's the thing is how bad do you want it? How bad do you is it a is it one try? One call, one DM, one email, one phone call, and it didn't work out. And that I'm out. I'm done. Uh, it's uh, that, no, no. It. How bad do you want it? You get, it and it's you, you know as well as I do, Richie. When you get to that level, you've got to love it because we monopolize all of your time, and the sport is demanding, and so is school, and so is social media, and so is all of these other things that we have student athletes do. So you might as well start now. 
you better love it. And when you love it, you, you'll keep on and you'll keep on and you'll keep on until you find a door that opens. Don't ever go to the door and then turn around and say, hey, it's locked. All right, we'll find another door. Find another way. And and there's going to be somebody that you connect with, but you've got to find that uh, that way to connect. And and I know it's a little bit open-ended, Richie, well, because the next thing's going, well, how? Well, try the social media. Try an email. Try a phone call. And, and keep and keep calling eventually you're going to build a relationship with that secretary in the football office right that's under some donuts (laughs) i know it's me again hey i thank you card thank you so much for taking my call all i really want to do is is have the opportunity for somebody to see me i just need to talk to somebody anytime you can make a connection with me take advantage of it take advantage of it so i'm going to ask one more question then i'm going to open it up but i want i wanted to just get the blood flowing um do you have like a story of someone that wasn't nowhere on your radar and called you phone call and yep. it was like, and you took it and you just, you, you ended up talking to the person and it ended up leading to them being a player on the team. Did that, did that happen? Do you have a story of that? I do. And, and there was, there was a kid that was at Arkansas and, and London was not a, he was not a highly recruited kid. Um, but I remember him from camp. Okay, it gets even better. He was a knucklehead at camp. And, you know, he was he was one of those kids that you always had to keep an eye on him. And and then he was always in your hip pocket and he was just there. And as he got older, he got a little bit better and he grew. And then that connection started just just kind of checking on him. See, I doing he would make a phone call or he would come by after a game. Hey, remember me? And then you just have that connection. Well, fast forward to where he's no longer in third or fourth grade. Oh, but, dang, it started in third and fourth. Yeah, wow. he's, at, he's at camp. He's yeah. at peanut camp. And yeah. he just stays with us and stays with us and stays with us and stays with us until we're finally – he's old enough now to start being recruited. And and we all know him. In fact, you would probably think that he was part of the team. I mean, he was just that guy that built that relationship and it was kind of that family atmosphere. The greatest of players? No, he wasn't. Had some skills? Yeah, he did. But um, ended up being kind of like – you know, somebody on the call with me right now in the fact that he's a walk-on and all of a sudden the walk-on turns into an invited walk-on. Then all of a sudden it turns into, hey, he's makes the 85 and then now he's got a scholarship and then ends up going to play. He ended up playing in the CFL for for quite a while and then a little of arena ball. Um, but, you know, it was just one of those things that he was just always there. We just had that connection. And then I had the opportunity to – you know, I'm not the I'm not always the best evaluator of, of talent in in every position. But I stood up one day and said, "Hey, I want to take a look at this kid. Yeah. Just see what you think. If you say no, you say no." And then position coach liked him. Boom! You think we can get him up here for a visit? Yeah, let me see what I can do. And then you know, rest is history. And and the coaches they want to be the one to find the needle in the haystack. They want uh-huh. to be the one that found the god. And that's why uh, you making the phone call there. It's not, you're not a burden. Like no looking for you. No, it's, I promise everybody on the call. It's not, it's not something like, I don't want to bother. Uh, no, no, no. We part of why we love what we do is because of you all, the relationship piece with you all to this day. If Richie calls me and says, Hey, I want you to be on a podcast. I'm doing it. If he calls me tomorrow and says, Coach, I need the shirt off your back. I'm doing it. It, it, we, it, the, the football bond is a forever bond. That's, that's, man, that's a, that's a brotherhood that you can't, and, and until you're part of it, other people don't understand. And it's just, it's not a bother, guys. It's not a bother. You're not bothering anybody. We want to be that one to be part of your success. We want to be that one that helps you take that next step. We want to be the one that takes you over the edge, holds your shirt from behind and lets you look over. But you know, as a coach, I won't ever let you go to take you where you can't take yourself. That's what a coach is supposed to do. Yeah. Love that. Love that. Okay. Dude, so on point. All right. Let me open it up. Let me stop asking questions. Who, who's got a question? Go ahead, Dax. Um, the question I have is, um, what separates the guy that got a full ride scholarship compared to the guy that got the like preferred walk on or a guy that walked on? 
Yeah, and so th there's a lot of factors, Dax. Um, and first of all, Dax, what's your what's your last name? Wanker. Wanker. And where? What grade are you in, Dax? I'm a sophomore. Okay. How do you do in school? Very good. Okay. Good. 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 What position do you play, Dax? You're you're six two, one eighty five. Runs a four five. Is a, or a four six linebacker. Okay. Um, kid's got a four point out. What's your GPA, Dax? Uh, three point eight nine. Okay, so we've got we've got lots of we've got lots of intangibles that you already have, and the question now is being asked: If I'm going to be a guy, am I going to be the guy that's on a full ride scholarship, or am I a guy that's going to be a a uh, a walk on preferred walk on? What's the difference, and how is that determined? Okay, lots of other factors. Doesn't mean the staffs don't like you or don't think a, a lot of you, but what happens is some of it is dictated by positions and, and those positions are fought for in that room. Dax, like you will not believe every week on who's going to travel, who's going to be on the scholarship because the old line coach, he wants three deep at every position. I'm going to go down. That's what they, they want three deep. We go on the road. They want to take all three of them with them in every position. I'm like coach, you can't take all three tackles, left tackle, and you guards. You can't, you just can't. But um, receivers are, Receivers coach are same way. Backs are the same way. All of them are fighting for their guys. Okay. And that means that's fighting for that in the scholarship position. Obviously, if we are, because you got to look at teams that you are wanting to be a part of, where are they going to be as far as numbers when it comes time for you to sign? Okay. So if you've got a, a team that you're looking at and they're you're looking at an outside backer and Let's just look at all backers because we may find that maybe you played this position in high school, but maybe you, I need to put you out a little bit. Maybe maybe have you, um, you know, you might have been a middle backer in high school, but I may want to put you on the run-up a little bit and let you read and let you get out of space. Um, so you need to find out what team you're looking at and what needs do they have. If the school you're looking at is already a school, Dax, that has a lot of kids in the boat at that position, you know that 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 battle may be tougher for you. It might be tougher. Now, is competition a bad thing? No, I like competition for position. Iron sharpens iron. But you're trying to figure out how do I how do I make the 85? That's what I want. How do I make the 85? And and I get that. But now, remember that's one factor of the position. And and sometimes it's just going to be: Am I going to have to prove myself to where I want to be? Versus, you know, Richie could have gone and played somewhere else. He could have played at a smaller school. He wanted to go to Power Five school. He wanted to go to Ole Miss. That's where he wanted to go, and we took him there. That that worked out for him. But sometimes there's some kids I want to play today. There's some kids on this call that says, "Yeah, I I might not be ready to play at 18, but I might be ready to play at 20. I may have to make my body a little stronger. I may have to get a little bit more physical." Um, so I think you just got to kind of see what the needs are of where you're wanting to go, Dax, because. It's not that you're not good enough to get the 85, but what voids do those teams have to be filled? Because if I'm trying to figure out how many of the 25 scholarships I'm going to use and my senior quarterback, is he's leaving because he's a senior, and my junior has already – I think I'm going to go to the portal, and they only have one sophomore, and I'm a quarterback. Hey, I may want to, I may want to show a little more interest in school. They have a need. They have a need for me. And so that that would be the thing that I would say that if you're looking to see how can I make the 85 is looking to see what schools have an immediate need for your position. And that will help you get to where you want to go. If not, then you get in the you get in the, the mass and you try to work your tail off to get a spot. Does that help, Dax? Yes, sir. Thank you. Yep. It's all about need. It is. It is. It, it is. It is. And that's, you know, that's where you got to kind of figure out is if, if you if you got a school that has a, a lot of running backs and, and I'm by golly, I want to be a running back and I want to be a running back at this school. Then, you know, going in, they've already signed a four star. They've got they've got a couple of guys because you're looking on on uh, all the scouting websites and you're seeing. Yeah, they've already got they got two linebackers in the boat. They've got four more. They made an offer to, you know, you got to figure out all right, who's going to be in that mix. And you got to find out where I'm going to fit. And you do that by talking to them. Got to. You got to. You got to talk. And and 
if a coach or a program is not honest with you, that's not where you want to be. It's not where you want to be. It, oh, what do you mean by that? What do you mean well, by that? Sometimes it, it's 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 honesty, and you need to. The, the coaches should be up front with you, you parents and your players. They should be up front with you. If he needs to let you know, Dax, we want you, but Dax, you need to know. I've got two four star commits, and I've got three more that we've made offers to. You're you're number six. You're number seven. Um, they should be honest. Don't you know? I, I hate it whenever you, they they try to sell you a bill of goods, and then they come back later, and you know. Oh, well, these other two guys, we didn't know if they were coming and now they are. And we thought we were going to have a scholarship for you, but now we're not. And so that's that's part of the game. And it's a bad part of the game. But um, if they're not going to be up front with you in the beginning and there should be honest conversation. I mean, it, it, it it's and that's really that's all you want as a player and a parent. Just tell me I, I may not have a spot for you, but I want to know the information now instead of in August. Yeah. Good question. OK, yeah. cool. So because you're committed and you stayed through this video, I promised you I'd give you a gift. And so I'd love to give you a free copy of my book, In Spite of the Odds, where I share my entire journey in detail, everything I learned and steps that you can take to earn a scholarship today as well. Now, it took me about two years to write this. I poured my heart and soul in this book for athletes just like you who want to play college football but don't know how. This is the book that I would have wanted to read when I was your age. So if you want to free copy click the link below all i ask is that you just cover shipping um melanie throw a question here i'll just she's put in the chat yeah. thanks melanie how do you um oh how do you know if they're being honest or not <laughs> well i think i think the coaches one... coaches are the best salespeople. Oh, 100 they're 100%. elite salespeople. Yeah. elite <laughs> they're one... anything they're they're wanting to sell their program, and sometimes that's 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 at all costs. I mean, the business is so is so bad nowadays that you know you don't if you don't hey, can win. Can I pause you for a second? There's like a light right behind your head. Is it possible? There we go. How about that? There you go. You know, it's 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 um. There's lots of communication and data out there from former players or people that are also in the recruiting uh, system. You guys, you guys communicate with each other. You talk. You see, it's kind of like a, a Yelp review. You'll see, you'll see things out there that talk about programs and where they are and when things have gone have not gone the way that they should. Now, can, am I going to sit here and tell everybody on the call that it's going to be rosy all the time? No, it's not. It's a tough business, and and the business is is worth billions of dollars and when you are not successful on the field you get fired so you you have to know that ultimately i want the best kids that can help us win but with that i also want the best kids that have those intangibles that we were talking about earlier uh richie of, of that set me apart from you know i i love all the stars I, I do i do i love all the stars but coach nut was he was the best at finding that three-star kid who has to work for everything. Yeah. He has to work for everything. And that's the kind of kid that runs through that runs through a wall, you know, for you. And that's that's where you can set yourself apart of just having all of those other intangibles of the way you carry yourself, the way that you do in school, the way you I mean, eh, there's just so many other things that I'm I'm sure, Richard, that you tell uh, all of these kids that you're with all the time and talking to them that you've got to find something that's going to set yourself apart. All of them can catch passes. All of them can run. All of them can right. power. I mean, what is it that's going to, to make it different for you? But to answer Melanie's question, how do you know if they're going to be, if they're honest or not, Melanie, same for the parents as it is for the kids. You better be talking to them all the time. And it's not a bad thing to write things down that are said, but have open lines of communication and don't ever stop. You, you it is, it is always neat. when communication from the coach goes quiet, you know, something's wrong. If I'm a coach and I'm on this side, communication with that parent or that, that player has gone quiet. I know that somebody else has been knocking on his door. So I better amp it up a little bit. So if you feel like that, you're not getting Melanie, what you want uh, from the coaches, or you're not sure if you're getting all the information all the time, keep, keep talking, keep communicating. And Melanie, it's good whenever you repeat things back to them, that you were told, hey, coach, 
remember last last week we talked about hey you wanted me to, to bring him up for camp and that you said that we were going to maybe do an official visit where are we on that you hmm. said we were going to try to do an official visit this week are we doing it this week are we doing it next week what did you say we what yeah, Melanie, I, I don't know. Or it's going to be, hey, Melanie, you're right. I did say that. Let's let's look at next week. Let's look at next week. And so communicate. You communicate just as much as you want your son to. You communicate with the, those that staff just as much. Yeah. Love that. The follow-up, though, of just being like, yeah, you, you did tell me about a visit. So yeah. are we doing it this week? Are we doing it next yeah. week? When are we doing hey, this? We talked about this. What 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 do we – when do we want to do it? We're ready. We're ready. And, and, and the coaches, they're just as unsure as you are. Like, they're like, I know he could be good, but I'm talking to this other guy and he may be good. And he, they're unsure. So That's at right. the end of the day, if you give, if they see, wow, this guy's a leader, he's going to reach yeah. out to me, he's going to take yeah. initiative. He'll be like, yeah. you know, let's do the visit next week. Boom. You just got yourself an official visit. A hundred percent. I mean, Mike Marcuson, one of, you know, you remember Coach Marcus. Yeah, oh, I remember him very well. Yeah. And Ole Miss. And then, uh, had went to was was Jackson State with Dion last year. He, he is always one of those guys that if a kid steps up to the front and not just walk through the door, but he busts it down, that's the kid he wants. I want that kid. I want that kid that just walk through the door. I want the one that's going to break it down. That's what I want. Mm. So good. Great question. All right, who who's up? I got you. Go ahead, Jaron. Um, so I'm just, I'm from a small town in Texas. Uh, I play six man football. Yeah. Um, I mean, how do coaches kind of see that? Like what compared to 11 man? So let me do real quick before you answer that. Let me give context. Yep. This, he puts out tape. He's what do you run? Four or five, six, yeah. two, 180 receiver physically all there. Like talent yep. level there challenge six man, Paul. But if he was at if he was at any other school, he'd be he'd be way beyond noticed. Jerem, what uh, what's your last name, Jerem? Martin. Okay. And how do you do in school? What grade are you in? Uh, I'm a junior. And a junior. Okay. Good. 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 And you uh, you uh, cleaned your room this morning. You did everything your mom asked you to do. You making sure you you're doing the right things at home and at school. Yes, sir. Okay. Good. 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 Now, let's talk about. What I think is a is a worry and a concern for you is I'm not on that stage. It's the same stage of a kid at Plano. I'm not on that stage that's getting a lot of coverage in the statewide newspaper. You may be getting some local coverage, but you're playing six-man football, okay? All right, so to get that out of your mind that I'm, I'm just playing at a small school or I'm playing at a smaller level or I'm playing – we got kids from every level playing at the next level. And if you look at the league, if you look at the NFL, you'd be surprised how many of those kids come from a Mississippi Valley State, a Delta State. A, you know, don't, don't get in that mindset, well, they won't see me. They won't notice me. Uh, athletic ability is always going to be noticed. Now, will you have to work a little harder to maybe get yourself seen a little more? Maybe. You may have to go to a few more camps. You may have to go to a few more unofficial visits. You may have to go to do a few more things so they can see you off the hoof. Because when, because when they see you, when they see you on the hoof, then I already know. Because, Jan, let's be honest. Six man, a lineman, you do the same thing. Receiver does the same thing. Backers do. I mean, it. You you're still playing a position. You still have knowledge of the game. You have a nose for the football. You still all have all those things that every player has, and just play with less people. So don't don't get don't get caught up in I might not be for me. Not true. Not true. But you do have to figure out, all right, I'm not, I don't get all that recognition all the time. I may be great at what I do at this level. How can I get seen by some of the bigger schools? Now, find your way, find your way to camps. You've been doing that. I'm assuming you've been trying to get to as many camps as you can, or at least go to try to a couple of junior days. You try to go to some sophomore days. You try to go to whatever the case may be. Try to attend all of those that you possibly can. I mean, there's going to be some travel, and typically those are on your own dime. Um, but it gets you in front of somebody. And I liked seeing somebody that that diamond in the rough that Richie was talking about who might not be at 
the state school might not be at the big school, a, a, a plain old way. It might not be at the big school, but that's okay. I can, I can tell what I want right away when I see you walking across the field. When I, I see that first play and how you how you're fast twitch or not, how you react, how you read. I know right then, well, that kid's got something about it. Now, everybody notices 4-3. You go to camp and you run 4-3, they're calling people over. Hey, coach, you need to, you need the time. You need to hit this again, make sure we had this right. And and those things get noticed. But if you're at a smaller school and the question you're asking is, how can I make sure that I get noticed by some of these schools? I'd find my way. I'd find my way to be in front of somebody personally. I'd find my way to get to unofficial visits. I'd find my way to get to camps. I'd find my way to get to days where they have kids coming on their campus. I'd find my way there. When you say unofficial visits, just for everyone here, can you give context? To, is that you just going to the school and walking in the front door? Yeah, so you can you can do it that way. You can walk in and say, I'm here for an unofficial visit. And typically when that happens nowadays with the programs, they're not going to turn anybody away. They don't know who you are. Yeah. They need to contact with you and say, okay, here's who I am. Here's what I want today. I just want to look around because I'm interested in your program. And you know what? I want you to be interested in me. So I decided to show up today. And then now you're building that relationship. Wow, this kid came up here today and just wanted to come in and see everything. Now I become more of a official, unofficial. Where's your position, coach? Hey, I'd like to come back in three weeks for the uh, uh, for whatever. Uh, this Saturday, Kent State plays Arkansas. I'd like to come back for the Kent State game when they when they play the team that I want to be on. You think you can arrange it where I can get a couple of tickets for an unofficial for me to come in? Yeah, we can do that. Let's get you signed up for a couple of tickets. Okay, can I see you before the game? Can I see you after the game? Will you see me on the sideline? Relationship. Let you know you all thought of this. <laughs> Let's go. You want that? Hey, I'm starting. I'm starting to. I'm starting to see that. I'm starting to see that guy. And all of a sudden, you're at the next game, and I see that same coach. Hey, coach, it's me again. It's Jeremy. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, but what if I, heard- I what if what if I walk in the front door and I get rejected though? What if I get uh, rejected? You no. Know, if it's a program that doesn't have the time for you, then you need to decide: is that really where I want to be? If it is where you want to be, then now that meant that door was closed that day. Find another door. Mm. If that's where you want to be, if that's where you're going to put all your eggs in that basket and say, I'm going to Ole Miss. And I went today and they said, hey, we don't have time for an official day. We got all this going on or there's nobody here or, or there's nobody here today. When will somebody be here? Uh, this afternoon? No, no, nobody's going to be here today, Richie, at all. Everybody's tied up. Everybody's tied up today. What about tomorrow? I'm here for a couple of days. Mm. <laughs> all right, if not to, next week, can I come back? My mom will be with me next week. So will my dad. Can we come back next week? You keep selling yourself. Just yeah. because the door closes, uh-uh. That just means that door. Find yeah. another door. And the, it was kind of a leading question, but, like, they're, they're first of all, they're not going to reject you if no. they do it's going to no. be very it, it's just not going to happen no it's not but the it's idea not. yeah the idea is that you're doing this and the one million one hundred and ten thousand other football players in the country aren't they right. won't do it right they'll you, send a message on twitter and they'll email a link but they won't make the phone call like you all are doing they won't email everybody. They won't send them a message on LinkedIn. They won't hit them up on Twitter. They won't follow up with anybody. They won't walk in the front door. Right. Yeah. And I think that's what you're getting at here is like yeah. you said, Mike Markison. I know he's an O-line coach, yeah. but if someone comes steaming in his door and has been knocking on that door, knocking, 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 and walks in the door and the dude has, has somewhat of talent and he can play and coach him, he's going to bring them on. Now, let me help you guys that are on the call. If you're looking and it's during the season and you're trying to figure out when is the best time, remember now, two two to four are player meetings. Might not get a lot of time with that coach. Four o'clock practice is starting. Might be busy and tied up. In the morning, we have staff meetings from about 6.37 until about 10, and then we're planning for practice. So a good window of time is that 10 to 2 time in there is to see if you can get in front of somebody. And if not, you know what? You knocked on the door. 
Oh, he can't see me right now. Well, I'm going to come to practice today. Great. In fact, I'm here for the game this Saturday. So I'm going to be at practice today and tomorrow. I'm, I'm going to be here. Will he be able to see me tomorrow? Can't see me today. Be here tomorrow. What time tomorrow? I'll be tomorrow. I'll be at practice. I'll see you at practice. Know who that coach is. It's not, there's nothing wrong with, hey, Coach Smith. And you wave. He's, that coach is going to come to you. He's going to come over. Hey, how do I, do I know you? I sent you film, but I just wanted to introduce myself. Building relationships. I, I'm here this weekend with my parents. We're going to go to the game Saturday. I'd really like to have some time to visit with you if you've got some, if you've got some time this afternoon, this evening, tomorrow, Saturday after the game. I, make him commit to something because you are committing to him. Make him commit back to you. 100%. Love that. I'm here, Coach, because I want it more than every other athlete you're talking to. And I will continue to be here until you at least give me a shot or tell me I'm not the right fit. And if I'm not the right. Right, all good, I go my separate way. But I'm not right. leaving without knowing. That's fair. At least, at least you had some honesty there. Hey, I'm you're not the fit for us right now. That, that's okay. That's okay. It was honest. It was honest. Yeah. And I, I just need to go somewhere else. And that's okay. That's okay. Great question. All right, who's next? All right, I see Blake came through. What's up, Blake? Uh, what's the best time of the year to catch a coach in person? Okay, so um, the the season, during the season, you would think is not the best time, but it's when all of the coaches are in the building. Yeah. They're yeah. going to be there. They're going to be there. Is it a busy time? 100%. And – you know, if it's the season is not going well, you might want to kind of figure out, all right, this may not be the best time to go. But the season, you can count on everybody being there. When the recruiting starts and they're out on the road all the time, so when the season is over to, you know, February, you know, after signing day, that's when it becomes very difficult. So spring ball, they're all around. And during the season, they're all around. So spring ball, it's a little more laxed. It's, it's, a, it's a good time to go. You can always catch a lot of practices. You can always find a lot of coaches that are going to be there. And during the season, they're going to be there. That recruiting season now, they're gone. They're out. They're handling okay. kids coming in. They've got visits. They're up. They're they're hustling. They're going to see everybody that they can. Um, so that's that's going to be your worst time or your least opportunity. Spring ball season and during the regular season. Those are the two best times. What about managing the time? Like let's say Blake. Blake here, he's a he's a three-star athlete. Uh, actually, yep. I have a question about him, too, because they brought in a brand-new coaching staff, and Ooh. they're just basically putting him on the sideline. He's like, I'm a three-star athlete. He hasn't even played in the game this year. So yep. we can we, we should talk about that a little bit. But uh, for someone who's really busy and has all of these things going on, they got practice, they got school, everyone here is smoking in school. We're talking 3.9, 4.0 GPAs. How do they manage that and then also get to these schools and get in front of these coaches during the season when it's the right time? Yeah. And so typically, and, and, and Richie, I'm not sure if this is how I should answer this for you, but let's be honest. If you're a 3.8, 4.0 kid, you probably got a good handle on your organizational skills. You probably have a good handle on how you handle your classroom business. So you're going to have to figure out, all right, where is my good window of time that I can leave what I have going on in my own classroom to figure out a time that I can go and do that? Again, relationship piece with your high school coaches, with your high school teachers, with your counselors. If you don't have a personal relationship with your high school teachers in every subject, you're wrong. You need to have a unbelievable – Miss Smith, I'm going to miss your chemistry class on, on Friday, and I know you have a test, but – I'm going to Ole Miss and I've got an opportunity to go and meet with them and maybe go to practice and go to a game that weekend. Is there any way I can do something before I go? Can I do something after I go? I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a teacher. I'm, I'm, I'm a teacher coach. I'm, I want to work with you. I want you to be successful. So that same relationship that we keep preaching that you need to have and try to build with the college, you should already have that with your high school. And if not, you better work on that because <clears throat> When those coaches come to your school, they're going to find your teachers. They're going to find your counselor. They're going to find your principal. Hey, what kind of kid is this kid? What's he like in school? What's he like in the lunchroom? What's he like just on a non-practice day? What, what, is he ever in trouble? 
Those are those intangible things that we talk about. Hey, right is right all the time. And it's an easy word to live by. And I know we had big signs everywhere, Richie, when you were at Ole Miss. And it's just, you do the right thing. Yeah. It's easy to live by. You do the right thing. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. No, it's really good. Okay. So we got some, some, a lot of questions coming in here and I want to make sure we get them answered. Um, at, at what is the balance between talking to the athletes versus talking to the parents during the relationship building process? Yeah. Um, and, and this is think in terms of athletes doing outreach. Yeah. You, and you're talking about the student athlete or you're talking about the student athlete that's on a college team? Uh, high school athlete that's trying to get into yeah. college. Right. And so, so I, I think the question is how much communication should be coming from the athlete versus the parent? Yeah. Uh, I like, and, and, and parents, <laughs> I've, I've raised mine and mine have gone on and they're, they're married and they're they're doing their own life. And that's very difficult as a parent because you take care of them for 18 years and you want to make sure that they don't fall very much. And when they do fall, you sure do like catching them. And when, when you can't catch them, you want to put a pillow down there. But don't hijack your kids' struggles. Don't hijack your kids' opportunities. Let them learn. We all learned the same way. We all learned. And it doesn't take but one mistake to figure out that that wasn't the right thing. We can advise you. We can guide you. But to, to have all of the conversation with that coach and not the kid, at some point as a college coach, I'm going to say, I, I hear from mom a lot. I hear from dad. I, I want, where are you? What do you want to do? What's your dream? What is your hope? What is, I know what mom and dad wants, but let, let them grow. You've raised them. You planted them. You you've watered them. You fertilized them. Let them grow and do what they need to do. Now, if they're not following up, then you follow up with your kid, not with the coach. Mm. If yeah. if you have you haven't got answers, then that's that's great. But if if it's not going the direction you wanted to, sure you can have conversations, but don't dominate the conversation because at some point we're going to be in that room and say, man, I hear from mom and dad a lot. I ain't heard from the kid. And I see on the recruiting board that he's got not only Ole Miss looking at him, but so is LSU. And so is most coaches will go ahead and Richie and find their way to the kid. I want to communicate with parents. Don't get me wrong, but I want to hear from that young person. You're going to entrust me with them for four years. Have some of that trust now. You're going to entrust me for four years. Have some of that now. And I'm not, you know, that's part of the recruiting process. And you need to say that, parents, as your final thing when they come to your living room. I'm about to give my son to you for four years. Are you going to make sure he's going to walk across that stage? Are you going to make sure he's going to be in the best possible position to be successful after football? I want everybody to play in the league. But in case you don't, what are you taking from this? Yeah, great. Makes total sense. So true. So um, – at what point do you know what is being offered? So we see kids. So real quick on this question, just context. Yeah. Um, Dolly's son plays at Bishop Gorman. He's their starting nickel, working his way into being their starting safety. Okay. I think, again, he's like 6'2", 185. Um, real good kid, great grades. Calls me M Mr. Contardacy, which is <laughs> it's just that kind of kid, just a real good kid. Good. Uh, so anyways, she wrote, at what point do you know what is being offered? We see kids publishing on social media that they have received an offer. They're committed to the school. But when do you actually receive something in writing to know whether to believe what is being offered? Yeah, you know, I, I think that I think that's the sad thing about social media is that sometimes kids will put things out there because I, I want to make myself look better, meaning I'm getting more offers than I really am. And then sometimes that'll come back to us as a college staff and said, did we make an offer to that kid? No, no, we didn't. Oh. But, but they've listed it. 
they've listed it as they got an offer because sometimes an offer turns into two, sometimes it turns into three. Sometimes you're trying to push a domino down that hadn't got pushed down yet. And so you're trying to start, you're trying to start the ball rolling for you. Okay. I get it. It's a different, it's a different direction to try to go, but um, it's an illusion. Social media is illusion. (laughs) Well, that that, that piece, I understand that the social media, you you know, you shouldn't believe everything that's out there, but for example, a lot of kids in the in in the program my son is a part of they're they're committing as you know as juniors or early in their senior year but they're all saying that they're not actually getting an official offer letter until they sign uh until their signing day or shortly before their signing day with the letter of intent so at what point like i mean like what like what are they getting or what is being told to them that they have a level of trust that they're saying that they're committing to a school when if you're not actually getting something in writing until until sometimes a year later i mean that like yeah. and, and i don't know how much people are just not being forthcoming about what they are or aren't getting but for the kids that are willing to share the um, you know their their formal offers you know most of them are saying they're not getting them until close to the the, the signing time yeah. And so, you know, what, what we have there, we used to call that kind of a soft verbal in, in that you're committing to me and I'm committing to you and I'm promising you that we're going to take you and you're promising me you're going to to accept that offer. But you haven't seen anything in writing yet. You haven't seen anything out there that says an email that says we want you and we are committing to offering you. And, and the reality is you don't believe anything until you have a national letter of intent. Now, makes you very nervous as a parent because you're I've committed. You were at the school. The school offers you and says in a meeting with you and the head coach and your son, we want to offer you a scholarship. Okay, is there something in writing, coach, you're going to give me? Uh, I'm, I'm just telling you, we want to offer you a scholarship. Are you committing to us? And you commit. That means that you're supposed to, when it used to be way back when Richie was playing, you were supposed to then no longer talk to anybody else. I'm committing to you. You're committing to me. Now it's just called a soft verbal because you're going to get other offers. It doesn't mean because a kid was committed that I wouldn't try to go offer that kid as well because you've probably seen some kids that have a, they were offered by this school and offered by this school and offered by this school. And they committed to one, but there is no, there is no handshake. There is no, I, I'm giving you my word. Not anymore. Uh, that's, that's the bad part about the business. And it's, that's a tough part to navigate as a parent is how do I know this is going to happen? Because I'm not going to be, you know, I'm not going to BS you saying that we had five linemen committed and your son was number six. And I only have five scholarships. I know coach, but you, you told me you were going to offer him one. I am. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to put you as a preferred walk on this year, knowing that my senior will graduate and I'll put him on Scott. I'll put your son on scholarship in December after that kid leaves. It's not what you want to hear. Um, but, you know, until you get something in writing, it's, that's the, it's the it's the business. It is. It, it's a. So do, you, so do you suggest like for what Dolly's saying, do you suggest getting like if someone says, hey, we want to offer you a scholarship and then you commit and you're posting online, hey, I committed yep. that you don't do that unless you act or when someone says they want to offer you a scholarship that you request something in writing to accept. I, I like to have an email down that you can always go back to. Hey, just to be clear from when we left campus today, you are offering my son a scholarship and we are committing to you. You're no longer going to use this scholarship for anybody else but for my son and we are no longer going to seek another offer from another school i want to be a razorback you want me to be a razorback we're done you're done correct coach is that what you're saying and at least you have an email that says that there's not any contracts out there that bind you to this and that's like that's that's what's that's hard about the business rich that's what's that's difficult that's a that's a hard place for people to be and i get it but it's just you got to trust people. Does it always work out? No, it doesn't. But more times than not, it does. I commit to you. You commit to me. That's where we're at. Yeah. Okay. It's a great question. Really, really no, good question. Great question. It's very. It's it's hard. It's very scary until you finally get that national letter of intent. Yeah. 
So this next question here is what is the best time to do the unofficial visit in the off season? Very busy. So I, I mean, I, I think by week in season spring ball off season. Yep. You, I yep. think that's. Yep. And take, take every opportunity. Schools have tickets set aside for, for uh, future students and for recruits. You want to go to a game, go to a game, put your name on a and list. There's, and there's tons of players too, that we get tickets. And there was tons of times I, I would be in the locker room on Thursdays and Fridays and everybody like who wants tickets, ticket. Like, yeah. So yeah. if you're reaching out to players, you can get tickets to games. That's yeah. not a problem. But that, that, that unofficial visit though of a recruit ticket puts you on the sideline pre-game. Yeah. You're down there with all the other, even official visits. You're down there with all those recruits. And so as you are seeing those lanyards that they're wearing that says official visit, and yours may just be guest or or um, unofficial or whatever, I'd find my way to kind of stand over by those official visits because there will be coaches that are going to come over and talk to them. Now you – after they do their – hey, hey, coach, remember me? And you – Put yeah. your face out there with them. Put your face out there with them. It's it's another thing that you've got to do that's uncomfortable as hell. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yes. It's not natural. You don't, it's not how we communicate anymore. You've got to get out there and put yourself out there. Put it out there. And you should man, we have our we have our weekly calls and we'll there'll be athletes on and they're like, I'm making my calls, my heart's beating out of my chest when I'm calling these <laughs> like it's uncomfortable stuff yep. that you have to do. But these are the skills. These are the leadership skills that you're developing now that are going to lead to not only success on the football field, but after, right? In in business, in life after football. Like these are the most important skills. It's the nature of what the support the sport is supposed to be teaching us. How to face adversity in yeah. the game, the fumble or a turnover. In life, I mean, there's ask your parents, there's all kinds of things that we have to deal with. There's all kinds of adversity. You didn't get the job and you thought you deserved the job. Now what? How do I face that challenge? How, how do I how do I battle back? You can lo- learn more character about yourself on the two-yard line coming in or going out. And you can't anywhere yeah. in life. Yeah. You can't anywhere in life. And yeah. so apply all those things that the game is supposed to be teaching you to everything that you do. And that means, hey, putting yourself out there. It's not natural to throw your body into somebody else's body at full speed. You put yourself out there. You do yeah. something that normal people can't do. And those intangibles will make you hireable when you can't play football anymore. You're a part of something that not everybody's a part of. Yeah. It's, you're different. You're different. Love that. All right. I know we're getting close on time here, but does it help for high school seniors to get accepted to a school first? Um. You know, I, I think I think it depends if you're at a D3 school that that doesn't offer athletic scholarships. They're trying to find how what other academic uh, pieces that we can add to that puzzle. If you're looking at a smaller school and you're your FCS and they may not have, you know, a Murray State may not have 85. They only have a certain number. So I want to play and I have a chance there, but you're going to have to get some academic scholarships. Yes. Can you get accepted and get in? Yes, it does help. Um, at the very least, you know, you can get into school in case it doesn't work out. You want to get accepted into a school. Um, it's just one of those hurdles that you can always answer the question to, Hey, have you applied yet? Yes, sir. Yes, coach. I've already done that. I'm already in. I'm good. Hmm. All you, all you have to do is give me a scholarship. I'm waiting. I'm ready. Right. Love that. Yeah. It's just another, it's like, it's, it's another thing you, you did the visits, you made the phone calls. And then it's you and another guy on the fence. You're already accepted in the school. It's a, you know, let's give that kid the scholarship. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Love that. Okay. Um, what if you play multiple positions? Is it better to get into your dream school by any means possible or to go to a lesser preferred school at the position you want? Wow. Great question. Yeah. Great question. And I'll, I'll, I'll answer it this way. What is it that you want to do? Do you want to make a difference and you want to do that in any way possible to get on the field? Or do you want to do what you want to do? And the game itself is supposed to teach you. It's not about you. It's about the team. It's about the group. What can I do to help players win? If I asked Richie back then, hey, Richie, receiver may not be where you're going to play this week, but I'm going to put you on special teams. Okay, coach, whatever you want me to do. You find a way to the field. 
If it if it's your dream to play football, then you'll find a way. It may not be an inside backer. We have to move it outside. Maybe you thought in high school you were going to be a wide receiver, but you know what? You're a heck of a D back, and you didn't realize it. I, I might. I'm. But now, if you're set on, I want to play this position, and by golly, I want to play this, and I can play it at this school, and that makes you happy because again, you better love it. You better yeah. be happy. You better love it because it's demanding. It is demanding. Um, but man, is it so rewarding? It is. It's. It's. It's everything you can imagine. It will be times ten if you love it, and yeah. if you if you're willing to get as much out of it as you put in, and you've got to be willing to put all of it in. You got to be willing to put all of it in. But to answer the question, if you if your dream is I want to play this position and that's what I want to do and I can do it here, so that's where I'm going to go. Then fine, that makes you happy. You do that. But you're trying to make yourself marketable. You're trying to – you don't want to just focus on one school. Why not have three schools and have choices? He wants me to play D-end over here, but he wants me – you know, I, I, I want to – I don't want to put my hand in the dirt. I, I want to I I play a different position. Well, we may have that for you. I'm going to recruit you at this position, but, Richie, you may end up playing in this position. I mean, there's just – a great teammate is someone that will do whatever it takes to make the team successful, not – not just me. And again, another football lesson in life. You will do anything and everything that's going to make your wife successful, your kids successful. It's it's what you do. It's what you're supposed to do. And if we all operated under the same rules in life as football teaches us to take care of everybody else and to make sure that they understand it's not about me. How, what kind of world would we be in if everybody's motto was it's not about me? It's about the team. It's about the group. It's about all of us moving forward. But if hey, you want to play this position, that's where you want to go to school, then do it. But I sure wouldn't, I sure wouldn't pigeonhole myself. I like being marketable. Yeah, play any you, spot. It's a good point because you might end up going to the school at that position, and within a year, the things that the coaches were telling you before changed and they end up moving your position. Or those coaches, I mean, you know, Beaumont, the coaching cycles are fast. So oh. you might get to a school and one year later it's a, it's a whole new coaching staff. Yep. Find your way to the field in any way that you can. Yeah. So my my just that my thoughts on that are like go to the dream school, go to where you want to go, and find a way to play the position. You know, if this if, if the dream school is allowing you to play a position that you like, but you like this position a little more, I'd my personal preference, and this is all personal preference, would be to go to the dream school and then find a way to play that position play this one so you're on the field and then find a way to play this one because it's a great much change yep i think that's a great point because you may get your shot and when you get your shot take it yeah take it dig it and now you're at your dream school so yep listen coach boma i know it's getting late over there and we're four minutes over listen it's been an absolute pleasure and i hope that Maybe in the next few months we could do it. We could have you on again because this has been awesome, man. And I really appreciate your time. And do it. All, all my parents on there that listen, hey, enjoy the ride. Not everybody gets to take this ride. Enjoy, enjoy the ride and enjoy it with him. But but let him ride in the front of the roller coaster. You ride in seat number two and just hey, just enjoy the ride. This is a great time in their life. And and you and I both are were part of a head coach, Richie, that said, hey. It's the best days of your life right here. The best days of your life right here. I didn't believe it. No one believes it. Nope. Everyone that nope. knows Coach Nut says knows that. He always said, these are the best days of your life. And as an athlete, you're like, yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> and uh, I will tell you, as now, like, I will do anything to go back to yeah. your seats. And and for everybody else that's on, all of you young people, take take the words that that Richie gives you to heart now. You're not hearing from somebody who wanted to play. You're not hearing from somebody who was gifted those things and just got to play on, on those. He worked for every single thing he got. He He's not the biggest. He was not the strongest. He was not the fastest. 
But by God, you couldn't keep that kid down. He found his way to the field in every – I mean, he was just he was just everywhere all the time and made the most of his opportunities to, to prove of where he was. And, and it's the reason why you're successful now. It's the reason why you're always going to be successful. You're getting, you're getting lessons from somebody who has walked the halls that you've walked. You're getting lessons from somebody who has worn the same uniform that you want to wear you're not getting a bunch of BS from somebody's trying to sell you something. This guy's been there at a power five school when he shouldn't be at a power five school, but by God, his heart was so big. We couldn't help it. He had to be there. We had to take him. Well, I appreciate it, man. Thanks for the kind, kind words. And it, and it's true. Like I, I do this because I did walk it and I know what it's like yeah. to get my ass kicked. And I also yes. know like to be on the other side of it and for coach nut to walk up to me and say, Hey, we're putting on, we're putting you on scholarship. Like I that. know what that feels like and I want you guys to feel it because it's it's something you'll never you'll never get an experience like that. But everyone on this call can have it if you want it and are willing to do the work. 100 percent That's why they're here. So awesome. Coach Beaumont, thank you so much, everyone, uh, for being here. It just shows your commitment. I love it. Um, have an amazing day, and hopefully we'll get you on here at some point in the near future. All right, brother. Thank you. Yep. Awesome. All right. Bye guys. Feel free to subscribe and hit the bell notification if you enjoyed this video and like to see more videos just like this. I'll see you on the next one.